the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for staying with us. This is Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Hittnergroup.com. H-I-T-T-N-E-R group. All one word. Hittnergroup.com. 612-627-8000. That's 612-627-8000. Give us a -a -a ring-a-ling-a-ling. We'll have a chat with you about anything that you need regarding real estate. Happy to have that conversation, all with no cost and absolutely no obligation. Mike Hilborn's in the studio, owner of Roof to Deck Restoration, RoofToDeck.com. And uh, I was on your site this morning looking, and you know what caught my eye? We'll talk to Roof to Deck in a second because that's the season that you're in, and you're obviously up on the roofs and doing some cleaning. It's cranking up for you. The RD rtdpowerwashing.com rdt power washing <laughs> so you go in there and do the power washing of of uh well you tell us what your power wash well you know what caught my eye what's that car washes yeah right car washes yeah they have to be they they get super dirty i i couldn't i, I thought well yeah i bet they get just gross yeah yeah all the dirt that's on your car goes on their walls mm. and and then they're and it's stuck with this you know residue with the resi- well, it's residue from the cleaning, too. Yeah. So that soapy scum that you get. So mm-hmm. you take soapy scum, throw some dirt on it, and put it all over your walls. And then, the, no, and then a like little wax epox- on there, too. A little it wax. It feels like or- it's epoxy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So what do you guys do when you go? Well, you, you got it. that stuff have to, has to come off with an acid. So okay. there's this special acid that you put on, and that melts that soapy stuff. And then we power wash it with really hot water, and it makes it go away how about the brushes themselves though things that are whirling around no no we don't watch that but don't it touch just, that? nope we don't touch the brushes it's just all the the walls the the steel beams and all that kind of stuff i don't know about the brushes i wonder if they're kind of self-cleaning or something i don't know once you feel like a sense of accomplishment when you go into like do a lot of your type of work like you know what i mean go in power wash it looks clean it's nice like hey i did something today mm-hmm. versus you just sit in front of your computer all day and, yeah not exactly. doing, you know, waiting yeah. for something to happen. Waiting for yeah, something. Waiting for something staring at, yeah, staring at nose yeah. pressed up against the computer screen, waiting <laughs> yeah. for something to go bleep. Right. Um, okay, so tell us about, <laughs> then the other thing I was thinking about, uh, in light of a conversation that we had off air, is the staffing. Yeah. Uh, I was on the phone yesterday with my sister down in uh, Texas, and she does uh, uh, volunteer work at this agency where they provide uh, meals for people and and stuff and and they do a lot they, she said we did 180 you know families came through yesterday and provided meals on there and they're trying to do some figuring out how to do some training and i mentioned you i said well he, this is what he's done tell them tell the listeners what you are done with that with regard to prison work and with the, those people well so we try to find you know you, you, it's been really hard to get employees for a long time. It's mm-hmm. just now it's almost impossible kind of thing. And so years ago, we got involved with an organization called RSE, and that's helping guys get back on their feet that have been in the prison system. Now, we can't – actually, we can't even send them to residential locations. Right. But they can wash trucks and parking lots, and we can wash – And car lots. washes. Yeah, car washes too. <laughs> yeah, so, th- so there's that. And then there's also, <clears throat> you know, you've got a group 
like Minnesota Adult Teen Challenge, that sort of thing. Um, and so those are your guys that are coming in, you know, they're in recovery. Okay, that's fine going out to someone's mm-hmm. home kind of thing. Um, and so then we, we employ both of those. And then, and I would say that's probably 30%, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, of our workforce. And then the other 70% comes from, I would consider, you know, what you'd consider traditional means. How do you handle the the seasonal fluctuation of staffing then in light of the fact that it is very difficult, especially your work? Your work is physical work mm-hmm. where people are going out. They're actually doing, you know, work uh, out there. How do you handle that? So, you know, we don't. We don't have a real seasonality issue like we used to because, you know, I'll start with decks. Okay, so that's basically April. So decks, roofs, fences, gazebos, porches, cedar shake roofs. Then we're power washing trucks for like FedEx, two-minute truck, any trucking company you can think of. Then all those parking garages and, you know, right after it's done, you know, with the whole snow season, they're loaded with salt. Mm -hmm. So every building wants to get that done as fast as possible kind of thing. So that April is really, April through October, super busy. And then we go into Christmas lighting, and then that's really busy. And then we go into snow plowing. And then this year, of course, that was really busy. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, in the Christmas lights thing, we we were taking Christmas lights down the end of April. Mm -hmm. That's when you took mine down. Yeah, Mm -hmm. crazy. I mean, it's like we usually have that done well into March kind of thing. He left the big long pole at my house. Yeah, we do that a lot. I (laughs) I used to make the joke that we were leaving so many ladders in people's backyard, I was going to like put it on the coupon. Yeah. Have your deck done, get a free ladder. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so. My guys just aren't that Yeah, come on. That's funny. That's funny. So, So the seasonality thing hasn't, you know, I mean, if, if it was real light snow, um, and that could be a possibility, then that might be a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I really don't have that that problem. What do you think that is your growth opportunity in your business? Is it in the summer work? Or is it, you know, what? because you have like four businesses, right. really, that all operate off of the same crew. Are you locked into that seasonality aspect of it, or do you see one of them becoming more primary than the other. So it's really, really interesting. So last year, and you know, that's business, man. You're always fighting last year. So you're trying to fight this year like last year's war. Yeah. And so last year, the deck fence business dropped 30%. I mean, that is huge drop. Wow. And, you know, and everybody asked me why. Yeah. What, where would that come from? And it's like, well, I don't know. You know, is it, it could possibly be a little bit of the economy. Maybe there's more composite decks out there sort of thing. Um, I don't but not have 30% in one year. Well, that's what I think. Or, yeah. you know, maybe maybe people really loaded up before during the whole COVID thing because COVID was great for us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe people got really ahead of it. The government was giving out free money and we mm-hmm. had we did a lot of debts. Right. And then it so then I was looking at this year. It's like, OK, what's going to and then and then I thought, OK, well, if decks were going to be down Christmas lighting, who in the world needs Christmas lighting? Nobody needs Christmas lighting. Right. But that would really be down. But no, that was super crazy solid. Probably our biggest year yet. Really? In, Which in, in, in actual increase over last year? Yeah. I mean, our yeah. The number of installs we did this year uh, was bigger than the year before kind of thing. Um, so to answer your question, you know, now you pivot, right? So we got into the, the commercial side of the parking garages six years ago. And I'm telling you, it's a praise God thing because it is crazy how many of those we do. And it's just growing like a rocket or going off like a rocket. Where the deck thing has has declined a little bit, hmm. you know, and even this year it doesn't look like it's going to be better than last year. Um, so you pivot, right? And but it's all part of this. It's all part of this this mechanism where I got to have decks to feed Christmas lighting to go into snow. You know, they're all 
interconnected. So if we do less decks, we better do more parking garages because mm-hmm. we have to have that consistent uh, work. Circle of business. Yeah. I need the guys. I need, I need the men to be there, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. Interesting. It's funny when you mentioned the composite decks. I'm I'm remembering when we had the garden centers, we sold, you know, some years 10, 15,000 Christmas trees. And then we could just see that number as people were buying artificial trees. It just gradually reduced Hmm. lower Hmm. and lower and lower and lower because more people were having artificial trees. You know, the trees in the basement, they don't have to go out and buy it anymore. Same with composite decks. I could see that same thing. More trending down as decks, the boards get rotten, and now they replace with composite. But don't they have to be cleaned as well? Yeah, they have to be cleaned, but it's not any, It's not anywhere near the same. Okay. What about you know? roofs? Aren't you doing a lot of roofs, or is that and the the fences and all that? Yeah, or is you know, that we're still doing fences, fences and roofs, but it's all just kind of it's all slowed down. It's mm-hmm. it's all slowed down. Yeah, that's all I can say. So when you are uh, forecasting out, then how important then it, you mentioned uh, uh, the the economy and and COVID and how that had that impact on stuff, and it did. I mean, people were spending money because it wasn't their money, mm-hmm. so they were just they had this they were money and, for it now. and they, they they have projects that they were wanting to do, but they just kept putting them off. And all of a sudden, this money gets dropped in. It's like, oh, okay, I can do that, uh, and so they did it. Um, how does uh, your roofing cleaning business, because we have storms coming through May tenth of twenty two. A big storm comes through the yeah, neighborhood. You know right what it is. Yep, May tenth of twenty two. Storm comes through the neighborhood. Everyone in the neighborhood's getting a new roof. Um, have you thought of going into that line of work? The like actually placing roofs. Mm-hmm. You know we're a, we're a pretty strong maintenance company. Okay. Um, we don't build anything. We just maintain everything, and that seems to be where our sweet spot is. To go in a whole different direction, I mean, we would have no skill set there. Uh, and we do, I mean, we will do those. I mean, we will look at new opportunities. So here's an opportunity that we're now doing, is that we're washing all these parking garages. All those parking garages have line stripes. And we were subcontracting that out for the last few years. Okay, well, I sent two of my guys in Charlotte, to Charlotte, back in, down in February. We bought a $15,000 striping machine, and we're going into the striping business, right? Um, so those things that along those lines of maintenance, right? It's kind of back into that maintenance thing. It's just a step away from actually roofing and the roofing thing. Okay, what's interesting about that? It's all subcontractors, you know. So yeah, no I wouldn't one. even really have to do it. I would no. just have to sell it, right? Um, so I don't know. Maybe that's a good idea. <laughs> now that I now <laughs> yeah. that I said went, it up to, went up there to clean your roof and realized that you got a bunch of hail damage yeah. up there. You maybe ought to have this thing replaced, not cleaned. Yeah. Right, could right, be a right. Thing. Something to think about offline. Yeah, we're gonna head up to break here. This is real estate chalk talk. We're here with Mike Hillborn. Roof to deck dot com. Roof to deck dot com. Six one two six two seven eight thousand is our phone number. Six one two six two seven eight thousand and. Our website, hitnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group.com. We'll be right back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.